Hey there, firm leaders. I'm Ryan Lozanis, and you're listening to the Future Firm Accounting Podcast, the place where you'll get one actionable lesson each episode to help modernize your firm and to keep you on the cutting edge. Hope you're having a nice week so far, and in today's episode, I'm going to be talking about a topic that confuses a lot of accountants that implement a fixed price subscription plan for their clients. And it has to do with how you support your clients when they have questions for you on an ongoing basis throughout the year. This function of your firm answering these kinds of questions is something I like to call your firm's support function. And before we move on, if you're not already connected with me via my weekly newsletter, I'm providing weekly exclusive tips to over 2,000 firm leaders who want to create an online, scalable, modern firm of their own. If that's you, head on over to www.futurefirm.co slash podcast to sign up. And back to the show here, the question about your firm's support function is what's included and what isn't? Where do you draw the line when it comes to support? How often can people call to talk to you about tax questions or anything else happening in their business? When you charge by the hour, every time a client asks you a question or asks for your help, you simply put them on the clock and issue a bill. Essentially, every single question that they ask you, you are charging them for. But in a fixed price subscription plan that maybe sometimes includes bookkeeping and tax work, what happens if your clients call you and ask for tax advice? What happens if they call you several times a month asking for questions related to the sale of their business, for instance? So again, the question is, what's included and what's not included in the plan? Well, the simplest answer is how you've defined support in your mandate. If you don't define it, then your clients will expect that their ongoing questions will be answered whenever they have any. To be fair, most clients won't have 50 questions for you each month, but some might, so you want to make sure that you're being fair with how your support is handled and included in your plans. Now, I think there's a few ways to handle support in your subscription plans. First things first, when you present a proposal for your services, make sure you have a line item in there for support. And here's a few ways that you can define support. First, you can define it in the terms of a bucket of hours they get with your firm each month to answer their questions. Now, this is my least favorite way of doing things. As someone who doesn't bill by the hour, I do everything possible to completely eliminate the word hours from my vocabulary when justifying price or when defining my services. I prefer to define the deliverable rather than the time something takes. This is a topic for another day as it has to do with value pricing, but just to let you know, the option exists to include a bucket of hours each month in your plans to answer your clients' questions. The other method when it comes to support at your firm is to define the amount of times your client can contact you each month or each period. So for example, you can include something like three support calls per month or five email questions per month, etc. Here we're not putting your client on a timer, but we are defining how many times they can get in touch with you as part of their plan. I much prefer this method because we are defining support in terms of a deliverable rather than a bank of hours. The last method you might want to consider, which is what I'm seeing most innovative firms offer and is probably my preferred method, is to include unlimited support. Basically, this means is that there is no barrier between you and your client. They can call you to ask whatever questions they want or talk to you about whatever's on their mind. Obviously, there should be some kind of premium for this kind of support level, but many firms might be exceptionally uncomfortable with this concept. 
After all, aren't you kind of shooting yourself in the foot with this approach? The answer is no if you define unlimited support appropriately in your engagement letter. I believe this concept was discussed in Ron Baker's book on implementing value pricing, but basically the way you define it is along these lines. Meetings, calls, and emails are unlimited. You contact me whenever you want. But once the call ends, if there's an additional task that's required on my part that you'd like me to help you with, and this task is not included in any of the included services in the subscription, this immediately becomes a separate mandate where I will scope the work and issue an upfront fixed price for that particular mandate. In Ron's book, if you want to read a little bit more about this, he calls this an extra work order. So here what we're doing is we're not limiting the amount of times they can contact us, but we are limiting the amount of additional work they'll get from us. For me, this was a great concept because I can draw the line at the end of the meeting and say this is not included. If they want additional research, additional calculations, or anything else pertaining to what's been discussed on the call, because I have this clause in my contract, it's very easy to point and say, okay, the meeting is included. Now you want me to take this additional action to help you after the meeting. So here's what I can do, and here's the price. Do you want me to advance with this, yes or no? I like this approach best because you're eliminating friction between you and your client. If you include limits on when they can contact you, you might find that they aren't contacting you in times that they need you, or perhaps they're seeking help elsewhere on their issue. Or maybe in the back of their mind, they're worried that they're going to get charged and refrain from contacting you. In each of these situations, there's a level of friction that's been created. I personally want my clients contacting me whenever there's something they want discussed. And if you charge appropriately in your subscription plan to take into account unlimited support and define what unlimited support means, you very rarely run into any issues. So above, I've discussed a few ways for how you can include and scope your firm's customer support function. But you can also get a bit creative with, with each of the methods, which can lead to differences in some of your support pricing. For instance, you can define the levels of access they receive at your firm. So perhaps you include unlimited bookkeeping support to answer whatever questions they have about the bookkeeping, but you include two CPA meetings per month or you include unlimited access to all members of your firm except for your tax expert, who they can call three times a year for tax planning questions. The other thing you can do is define response time. In the gold tier, perhaps you give three hour response time, but in the bronze tier, you give 72 hour response time. Or you might want to consider which communication channels they have access to. With the bronze plan, maybe you give email support only, whereas with the gold plan, you provide web conference and Slack access. The important thing to note in this episode is that you need to define the support that you provide to your clients in a subscription plan. Hopefully you find this helpful and remember, if you're looking for more tips like this, be sure to join my weekly newsletter where I send an email out to over 2,000 firm leaders who want to create a modern, scalable firm of their own. You can sign up at www.futurefirm.co slash podcast. I'd also love to hear from you about whether you're enjoying the bite-sized, actionable podcast format. Previously, I was doing one-hour interviews of experts in the profession. If you have any feedback about this new format, just shoot me a quick message at ryan at futurefirm.co. That's it for today. Thanks a lot for tuning in and see you next time.